Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's the song guy, Joe. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to another episode here on Razzle Dazzle. We are celebrating the month of love by talking about one of the most badass adventurers ever in media. And it's also because it's her birthday on Valentine's. This episode is coming out the week after Valentine's, but still, happy birthday to Laura Croft. We are talking about the Tomb Raider. And uh, specifically, I'm not going to be talking about the original games all that much, um, I guess, to get into it. Um, I have never had an interest in playing the original games just because of how they looked. They were very rough for early uh, PS1 games, you know, and uh, it's, it's... They don't look like they've aged well. No, they They're haven't. also really hard to access. Yes. Like, there aren't really a lot of them, pu- like, publicly available. Yeah. You have to, like, find a PS1, PS2, yeah. and then find the a disc. The disc and all that, or emulate it in some way, and then that brings up its own controversy. Yeah. Um, so so it's never been not only accessible, but I just haven't had that urge to be like, mm, like, I want to know more about the, the, the Tomb Raider series, and, and never really had anything to really kick me into that until, like, the 2018 movie came out uh, that was based on the 2013 uh, game, uh, which I recently rewatched. Not as good as I remembered. It's a lot of... <laughs> it's, it's a little goofy. Yeah, I mean, it's a good try for a video game movie, but, like, it's mid-tier. Anyways. Oh, you're talking the movie. The movie. I thought you were talking the 2013 game. No, no. Okay. The 2013 game is great. Listen. The okay. movie... The movie's mm. a bit... That's, it's like the why, whole video game movie thing. Why is her dad still alive? <laughs> it, the, a main part of her character is that her parents are dead, but no. Anyways, you okay. can't be an adventurer without being an orphan. I mean, right? like a Nathan Drake. Yeah, like you, yeah. you really need to just not have parents. That allows you to explore the world. <laughs> yes, I just like the idea of you seeing that she has her dad, and you're like, that's it, and then you storm <laughs> out of the theater. <laughs> I saw it in theaters when it first came out, and I and I really loved it because I I never played the 2013 game, but recently. I got myself an Xbox One, and I know a long time ago, I don't remember where, and I had like a spare $20 in my Xbox account, and I saw that the reboot, the Survivor, air quotes, uh, reboot of the Tomb Raider series, all three of them, the trilogy, was on sale for $20, including, like, it's all definitive edition with the DLCs and extra costumes and weapons and stuff, so I'm like... I'm going to buy it. Okay, so I did. But I didn't get around playing that until I got my Xbox One now. Uh, that I The Xbox One I first used was like my, my stepdad's, but I don't. it's not mine. So I never had a chance to play it until I got my Xbox uh, One now. And man, am I so happy I started with the reboot series, with the Survivor Trilogy, because Tomb Raider 2013... All the whole Yamatai game, it is so, so good. <laughs> it is so fun. And one thing I love about how um, different the reboot is compared to the original games is how much they took um, inspiration from Uncharted, which in turn took inspiration from the original Tomb Raider. It's, it's all connected, and I love it. And this, this game... This series now really made me forget that I'm playing a video game. Oh. Like these type of games, Uncharted, the, the new Tomb Raiders, and I'm sure there's other games that I can't remember right now, try to capture this cinematic effect for video games. I've never truly experienced that until Tomb Raider. And that's like the biggest compliment you can give to yeah. like a development studio or anything like that because that's the goal. Mm-hmm. With games like this, it's not it's not to have cool gameplay or like cool puzzle. It's really just to immerse you. And it did exactly that. There are there are times where I'm watching a cutscene, and it seamless seam, seamlessly transitioned into gameplay. And I'm like, oh oh oh, I'm playing. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh, and spe- like especially like action sequences where you got to like run away from explosions and stuff. Sometimes I'm just sitting there watching it and then Laura dies and I'm like, "What? Oh, that was I got to play. <laughs> I got to move. Oh my god." 
This is so good. <sighs> Overall, my favorite out of the three, and starting off, you know, not saying the other ones are bad, but there are things about them that I don't like. But to, but to focus on 2013 right now, the story is solid. Like, I'm, I'm not playing these games for the story specifically. I, I'm very interested in, like, the the areas Laura is ex- is exploring and, like, the history of it and stuff like that. That's great, you know? Like, I'm not going into these games because Tomb Raider has never had, like, a, an extravagant s- story in the previous games. But, like, this one, really solid. It, 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 it explains, like, or it shows, all right, Laura... Starting off, this is her first adventure, and this is not something that she's picked. She crash lands, um, gets washed up on Yamatai, this ancient Japanese Japanese island, and she is forced to survive. That's why this is called the Survivor um, Timeline, the Survivor Series. The gameplay is extremely fun with the with the different. Um, um, weapons you get to use the bow and arrows like the main thing now which i know a lot of people don't like that they switched two pistols to the bow and arrow but i really like it uh, i don't care for it it's it's like it's the survivor series exactly right? like it's having having two guns on the whole thing is that you've been stranded on yeah. an island is a bit like you'd run out of bullets in like the first yeah like, for day. real and and there's a, there's a lot of survivor elements to it. Like not only do you got to get a lot of resources, you got to get these bullets, you got to get these arrows. You know, uh, even with your base weapons, you can upgrade them, make them better at what they do, and it's it's a it's a great reward system. And at the end of the game, she uses her iconic dual pistols, which is always great. The main reason. Is, Why? Yeah. Uh, is Shadow in this? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. So, so the trilogy is Tomb Raider 2013, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay, yeah, yeah. just making sure. Yeah. Uh, one of the main reasons why I love these games is, um, like, a main reason why I love Zelda or Metroidvanias. Un- this is an untraditional Metroidvania. That's what these games are. And the reason why is because you slowly progress through the game, gaining one power-up, power air quotes, one weapon, one uh, resource or whatever. And throughout the beginning areas or whatever, you see these other paths or other obstacles, and you're like, huh, I can't get to that yet, so I guess I got to get back later. And then later in the game, you get this new item, this new equipment to then later come back, backtrack. And collect your collectibles. Now, the collectibles don't do anything for you, like more health or or stronger hitting or whatever. But the the things you collect, like like the relics, the the documents and stuff, all contribute to world building and character building. That is not part of the necessary main storyline, which I think is a great reward for going out of your way to get these documents and whatever. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I, I would like if there was a gameplay thing, but at the same time I think the story world building element of it is still there, because ultimately it is like a, an adventure game exactly. in the sense that you are exploring a place. So you want to learn as much as possible or you don't have to, which why you yeah. don't have to get these it's collectibles. It's all optional um, and, and it's great. Yeah, and so like I, using like Shadow as an mm-hmm. example, like there, there's like the two different types of collectibles you can get, where you get like collectibles and tombs and oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, pla- yeah. And places like that that give you information about where you are, mm-hmm. and then you have the collectibles that are based off of the the mercenary company that's there. Yeah, the Trinity. You get to learn about Trinity and the characters within yeah. that as well. There, there are like different subplot that has happened hundreds of years before, like like of native people there. There's the Trinity stuff, and there's just like. The your friends, your crewmates, or whatever you know, um, and what I like about the relic stuff is like you find like a a um, um, what's it called Tengu mask or whatever, and it's Laura telling you like some uh, information about it, some flavor text, and of course it's Laura doing it because she is smart. She is this <laughs> adventurer, so she already knows a lot of things. I, I love the moments where it happens because sometimes you'll be like just leaving an intense action yeah. thing and Laura will be like, oh, that was so intense. <gasps> wow, look at this item. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just start going into the lore of like a pot yeah. and just like right after being shot at with like 30 bullets, she's like, this is a pot from the... <laughs> 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 It's 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 great for for all of its reasons. Um, when you explore tombs, the, because she is the Tomb Raider, they actually give you good rewards. Not only just like here's a 
Here's treasure. No, they give you parts for your weapon to upgrade. They give you like necessary uh, uh, maps or whatever to find more puzzles. It's it's a it's a reward system, and the puzzle solving for each tombs are very like concise. I guess like some of them are head scratchers, but like the tombs themselves are all optional, and they are bite sized puzzles that gets you a a very nice reward. And I think it's all worth it. And it's it's just fun because I, I'm a Zelda fan. I love puzzles. <laughs> I love getting these rewards. Metroidvanias, you can go to an optional place on the map and get this big reward. And it's it's uh, all worth it. The game is visually stunning. Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful. And I'm playing it on Xbox One. It came out for the 360. The Definitive Edition came out on the Xbox One. And man... Can you really see the dirt and blood on Laura? She gets Laura? messed up. She, she does. Gets messed the, up. The death scenes are, oh, those so, are so brutal. Brutal <laughs> for it no really, reason. Oh my god! It it <laughs> makes me feel bad for dying in the game. And, yeah, and I'm like stupid. <laughs> Yeah. This and is some, what you you did that for. <laughs> and some of them are like really really creative too. I yeah. absolutely love the death scenes in this game. I actually had a game oh about God. them. So this is a game of this or that. Um, oh I have uh, here a list, uh, mixed list of Tomb Raider deaths and real life unusual deaths. Ah, and oh. I want you guys to try to kind of guess: Tell is the it that, this okay. or that? Tomb All Raider right. Darwin Awards, huh? Yeah, exactly. All right, so just an easy starter one. You know, we have being pulled by a heavy current, then impaled by a oh. rod inside of the water. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's through the the bottom of your head, too, right? I think oh. they reused that one that, like, they oh, did the impaling through the head. Anytime you fall into a spike pit, you God. get impaled through the head. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's in Tomb Raider, man. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's yes, very that specific. Yes, that is Laura Croft that, that's, like, that's like that death scene <laughs> is the one that sticks out the most to me. Uh, for me, it's the rocks that fall. Oh yeah, you're right. When she's I don't remember that one. Yeah. Oh man. Get a little bit get a little smushed. Yeah, yeah. get a little bit of a smush. Alright. Attacked by bees only to jump into water full of piranhas. That is not Tomb Raider. That's something else. Okay. I was gonna bring it up after this game, but have you guys played the Tomb Raider twenty thirteen multiplayer? It's terrible. It's so fun. It's so unbelievable. <laughs> I don't even fun. know what it is. It's similar in gameplay to Last of Us multiplayer. So I think The Last of Us kind of took what that, like, foundation was and just kind of elaborated on it. Mm. But you leave, you get more points by leaving traps. And one of those traps is bees. Hmm. And, uh, you know, bees <laughs> was a fun trap to use. So I'm going to go and say Tomb Raider. <laughs> this is a real unusual death. Uh, really? This one happened in Brazil. Oh. That makes sense. Uh, Poor the, guy. The dudes got attacked by bees. They jumped in the water. The water is full of piranhas. The, one, the guy drowned. Yeah. Uh, by the way, list of uh, unusual deaths on Wikipedia. Some of the happiest, saddest reads you'll ever. <laughs> some of them are hilarious, and like this person should have clearly known better, or like that is just insane that that happened. Like a, di- a guy died by an atomic wedgie. Uh, oh my god! And some of them are really sad. Man. Um. All right. Next up, we have uh, while. Cl- Climbing around a crumbling wall, mm-hmm. part of the wall gives way, causing the person to plummet to their death. Yeah, that's in Tomb Raider. Oh man, that could be that could be that can that's also that's definitely real. Tomb Raider because walls they crumble <laughs> don't usually crumble with the weight of a person because people are pretty if light. they're already brittle. That's true if they're like old as hell. This is a Lara Croft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, next up, we have a sinkhole opens under while swimming, sucking the person <gasps> into the hole. No. That seems real? way too, re- re- like, just specific to be Tomb Raider. <laughs> that's real? That's not in Tomb Raider. Yeah, that happened in a guy's swimming pool. Yeah. Oh. Oh, in a swimming pool. That makes sense. At a party. Yeah. Oh, oh, my man. God. Not even his own. Poor bastard. Poor guy. Um, this one is a bear is flung through the air and hits them. <laughs> a bear. <laughs> Okay, so this is not in Tomb Raider. So this is this is what happened. <laughs> this is a real unusual death. The car in front of them hit the bear, and the bear flew up in the air and then hit the the car behind. What? Damn! What kind of car was this? A small that one. Must, 
No, a I small mean one. the one that hit the bear. Probably a truck. Yeah, of some sort. You know, you know those uh, robots in the robot fighting oh, competitions. Yeah, this yeah, whole yeah. thing is just flipping the. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of those. It's just a oh. ramp. No. Rest in peace, buddy. I don't mean to laugh, but damn. damn. I'm just picturing like in Tomb Raider, a, like a guy that juggles bears, and you have to beat him. Oh no, the boyfriend was in the back seat, and I imagine he had a lot of questions. Oh my god. Uh, okay, next up we have uh, Strangled and then Eaten by an Eel. That's in that's in Rise of the Tomb Raider. Huh. No, that's in Shadow of the Tomb Raider, excuse me. Yeah, that is a Tomb Raider death. I don't know which one it is. Wait, Strangled by the Eel? Uh, the Eel, like, grabs her and then, like, bites her in the throat. Yeah. Okay. That's in Shadow. I mean, that could happen in real, that could happen in real life, it, I'm not sure it, I don't it think, e- I think Eels are kind of scared of people. Most animals are. I know piranhas are, so that guy just landed on one, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we have Attack by Wild Dogs After Falling into a Cave. That's uh, in Rise. I mean, and okay. Shadow. That's, a, that's in both. Yep, that's a Laura Croft death. All right, next up we have Bleeding Out After Grabbing a Beaver and Getting Bitten. <laughs> <laughs> That's a can- that's oh, a Canadian that's, death right that's there. That's an unusual death. Yup. It becomes really clear once you start hearing them. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one he was trying to get as a Canadian actually, and yep. he was trying to get I a selfie it. with the beaver. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, poor beaver. <laughs> God. All right. Next we have a panicked goat jumps from a high place and lands on top of the person. <laughs> poor guy. That's an unusual death. Um, that would be a fun Laura Croft like dodge <laughs> dodge to go. <laughs> that is a real unusual death. The wow. guy's dad apparently had no better place to keep it than the roof of the house. Sure. And oh then one day the, the the goat was like, "I'm out of here!" Jumped off and landed <laughs> on top of the guy. Ugh, poor guy. Uh, last one: cave diving into a den full of piranhas. Yeah, that's in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I don't think piranhas live in caves. They don't. Which so. is exactly why this is Tomb Raider thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is this or that Tomb Raider edition. Cool. Yeah, those deaths in in the games are brutal, and I feel very bad each and every time. Man, um, something I forgot about the collectibles. There are maps, area maps, in each, in each area, and they um, show, when you pick them up, they show... Every collectible that you have left to collect or every, like, tomb. And st- like, they show you everything that's on the map in that area, which makes it very easy and very streamlined to get these collectibles. And I love it. You know, I don't have to, like, keep searching everywhere, like, squinting in every little corner. And and I think it's very, very helpful. And that's and a part of that got changed in the later games that I don't like, which I will get into when I get there. Uh, yeah, I, I do like when maps are kind of clear with where yeah, things are. Right? I, um, Especially if it's a col- if it's a game that's based has a lot of collectibles. Because uh, I've been playing Star Wars: Fallen Order yeah. recently, and it's like a whole thing where the map is like so vague about where things are, but they also give you a gameplay benefit. Mm-hmm. So when I'm playing on like Ultra Nightmare mode, basically, mm-hmm. I kind of need to, <laughs> to know where these collectibles yeah. are because they're important to buff me up. Totally get it. But then they're not like exact on the map. One of the only games I've 100%ed I did because they had clear, like, this is where this is, this yeah. is where that is. Metroid does it very well all the time, you know. And not only are they beneficial to you, but, like, it's that it's that satisf- satisfaction. It doesn't even have to ruin, like, the fun of the search. Because yeah. if it's done well, like Far Cry 4, the game that I'm talking about, um, like, you'll get to the place where the mar- map marker is, mm-hmm. and then you will search within that place with a clear path mm-hmm. rather than just being like, yeah. Where? Yeah, it's it's annoying when like there's I did a visual bit on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new take on the character of Laura. Uh she's she's um uh, not her uh overconfident badass kick butt and take names character like she was in in the, in the original game. She's more like a well-defined solid um down-to-earth character that we see um, to become the Tomb Raider. The, the most important scene in the first game is her first kill. So uh, she she was um, getting attacked by one of the cult members on the island, and she was struggling like to, to tear away the guy's gun, and she shot him in the face. And this, like, hit her hard because, you know, she, she's just a fresh college student. Yeah. And she had to kill somebody, and, like, that moment is what solidified her as, or, or what started her 
towards becoming the Tomb Raider, the survivor and stuff. And, and without that moment, the rest of the game is unbelievable. I never so, really liked the 80s, 90s action hero energy yeah, characters in the first place. So even, to see her transition away from that, it's always nice. Even, even with the Angelina Jolie movies, they're great movies for those early Tomb Raider games. It's like, one for one, this is the character, this is how the game is. It's perfect. You know, th- those are perfect video game movies, adaptation movies, because it takes everything from the games into this, and that's why they're one of the highest performing movies at the time. But this isn't that Laura. This is completely different. Doesn't matter. It's not unrelated because it's a new reboot series or whatever. Um, crafting is a big part of this game and the series. Yeah, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up as well because it's not just, like, this one, it's like they're Uncharted-inspired, yet at the same time, it's very much not Uncharted in a lot of ways. One, there's a lot more puzzles. Mm-hmm. We talked about puzzles earlier. This one, uh, Tomb Raider games have, like, double the amount of puzzles to an Uncharted so game. So much. Like, even combat is a puzzle Sometimes, for yeah. Tomb Raider, you know? Like... Sometimes there are people all like on a tower or whatever. What weapon are you going to use? There are some people with the uh, right shields and stuff. What weapons are you going to use? You and know? then yeah. the the crafting adds to that because it's yeah. this thing. It's like the the same reason why I praise the the Last of Us crafting system because it, rather than it being like a thing to get what you want, it's a thing for you to. Uh, manage resources mm-hmm. and kind of figure out like with this limited amount of things I have approaching this fight. How much do I want to use? Yeah. What do I want to use? Mm-hmm. And things like that. And even like the the parts for upgrading your weapons. That's another thing of like do like because I'm pretty sure it's like a you can apply the parts to the weapon of your choice. If I'm yeah. Gonna... So in the first game, the only th- resources you get for crafting is salvage. So like just scraps yeah. or whatever. And I like that because it's very simple. It's just a pool that you can apply yeah, exactly to the things for you everything want. for all your weapons. You know, it doesn't freaking matter. But this is the discussion that I wanted to get into uh, about crafting. The crafting system in the second game in Rise of the Tomb Raider makes it my least favorite because of how complex it is. So uh, in the second game, it's like, yeah, not only do you need... You need multiple different bits of resources to make a certain thing. So, like, you need wood and feathers to make a bow, okay? But, like, the deeper you go, the more things you need for every little thing. And I don't enjoy when games take crafting systems and try to make them too realistic. Like, yes, I get it. She's surviving. She needs to put all these elements and whatever together to survive. I understand that. But this is also a video game. It needs to serve the gameplay. Like, yeah. for, like Far Cry, a big mm-hmm. thing is like when you to upgrade your equipment, at a certain point you will need to start like f- focusing specific animals yep. and then focusing specifically like legendary animals of a certain type. Yep. But it adds to the gameplay because then you get unique quests to fight a thing where like you will literally fight a honey badger that you need to get a heavy machine gun to shoot because it is literally just taking that many bullets. Right. It, it makes it like a gameplay thing to where like, wow, this is like a unique thing. It's a moment. It's an experience. Yeah. Whereas in this Lara Croft, uh, in this Tomb Raider game, it feels a lot more like a grind to get the thing that it you very, want. It very much is. Um, in the first game, it, it wasn't – it's not easy, but it's simple. You know, you just need enough of, of the salvage to upgrade your stuff. In Rise of the Tomb Raider, you need so many different things. You have to go out of your way to get them. Exactly. It doesn't make it fun, right? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn mm. – it, it has a crafting system, not a great one, right? So Terrible like, one. So, like, where is the balance for crafting systems? Because I know The Last of Us has a pretty good crafting system for that world. And it and it's complex, too. Like it's it, complex. It's, you have your separate ingredients that yes. you use, or ingredients, your separate items that you use to craft things. And it fits the game. It fits the vibe of the story because it's... All Survivor, post-apocalyptic. And, and it serves the gameplay. The idea yeah. that if you're in a, an apocalypse, you need to be looking around for resources exactly. that you can use. And, theref- and therefore, like also, those resources are limited, so you have to really choose based off what exactly. you have, what you know you can potentially get later, that kind of thing. That's on like one end of the spectrum. In like Horizon Zero Dawn, you get abundance you of get... everything. And then, like... You know? Like, it, I... To the point where it all just kind of like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much you collect because you're, you're gonna you're gonna max out on capacity really soon, 
and you can only craft so much. You can't craft everything. You only have a maximum capacity of ammo. You know, so like that's and then at the same time, the health, the health you have to go every yeah. single time and pick all these flowers. Every single thing. Every it's not. Single time. It's too tedious for being easy. Last of Us has a great balance for the application of the story and the game, and Rise of the Tomb Raider struggles to 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 get into that perfect in between where where I I would say the the first two, 2013 leans more towards the easy part but I think it's a good middle between easy and kind of difficult but Shadow of the Tomb Raider does everything about that like it has a great almost perfect balance for getting multiple resources to to make this certain thing like I didn't feel for Shadow I didn't feel at all like frustrated exactly by the crafting. that's exactly my point like like Shadow does everything that um, Rise, Rise tries to do but does it better yeah. that, that's what, that's something I mm-hmm. wanted to bring up about the Please. Tomb Raiders just series in Please. general that like while there are a lot of crappy games a lot of old games that didn't yeah, age yeah, yeah. well at the same time the series has been constantly improving yeah. with a few dips but still overall the series has been getting better and better games over time which is which is amazing really yes uh, every Tomb Raider like from 2013 to Shadow each game has everything that makes it great and makes it better in the next one, regardless of these additions that I that may hit or miss, but Shadow gets everything right. Rise of the Tomb Raider, my biggest problem, not only is the crafting, but I just talked about area maps and showing collectibles. Rise, you get you have to find multiple maps in the same area, and each one shows you a few collectibles. And there are monoliths, and if you read them, they show you different like supply caches, but like two or three, and the more, th- and there are so many of them, and ev- and you got to get so many like maps and all this stuff, and then there's more and more and more. There's no balance. There's too see, much, and there's not a good way to see them all. You want to know what this all. sounds like? It's the it's like the video game practice where you make certain aspects of the game longer, yeah. so that when people look up how much the playtime is because they're spending uh, sixty dollars on a game mm. or whatever the case is, yeah, yeah, yeah. they want like a return for the amount of time they're going to play. So you look it up, you see like oh. 100 hours worth of gameplay. Yeah, right? That clearly means I'm going to have 100 hours of game. And a lot of it's tedious work. And, and like these supply catches, they're not worth anything. You know what they do? Not only, of course, everything gives you XP. That's everything. But they give you a small amount of like random resources like skin, like animal skin, um, salvage or, or sticks or whatever, you know, and, and it's all random. And if there was a better reason to collect these things, like relics, like documents, like stuff like that, okay, sure. But there isn't. There's no real incentive to go out and find these little things. And there's like tiny little sparkles out in out in the snow. Because Rise of Tomb Raider takes place mainly in Siberia and, and Katech, but the, the main parts of the collective, the biggest area is all snow. So I'm, not, I'm supposed to look for a sparkle? Okay, it <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work well. Like I I know what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to expand upon this thing, but they didn't get a right balance. But Shadow of the Tomb Raider does. Even with the supply caches, you you find a monolith. You you it gives you it gives you a a riddle to solve, which Laura is supposed to be good at that, and. It gives you like a general area of where the thing is. Doesn't tell you exactly where, but there's also a fewer, um, fewer numbers of all these supply caches. Not overbearing, you know. And and I think that's freaking awesome. Something that always gets freaking better in every game is the stealth mechanics. I love yeah. the stealth in these Tomb Raider games. First of all, in the first game, it starts off very simple. You know, stay away. From sight and stuff, and you can snipe with the bow, and that that's all I ever do because headshots every day, headshots all the time. <laughs> and it's so fun, it's so satisfying. In um Rise, you're freaking Batman. Dude. As you're an freaking expert Batman. My I like to consider myself an expert on stealth. <laughs> yeah. I am the stealthiest guy there is. Yeah, man. And okay. there's nothing that, that's worse for a stealth game than stupid, stupid AI. 
Okay. So, but I think the latest Tomb Raiders, I haven't played much of the single-player experience, but they actually make sense without being too difficult. You're not going to get sense by... By someone like thirty feet away that's oh. facing. Backwards. Oh yeah, you're right. You're so right. It man. has that perfect balance of realistic and mm-hmm. simple enough. Yes, realistic, but there's also a video game. Yeah, you know, yeah, dude. Uh, in Rise and Shadow, PS, you get to be Batman and climb up on trees and like do freaking stealth takedowns, man. After a while, they actually get smart and look up to see mm. you, and they shoot at you. Adaptive enemies. Right? It's it's really, and you get to, like, sit there for a while and, like, watch their patrols and stuff, but eventually, if you're not, if you don't make your move, they're going to see you and they're going to shoot you, you know? And, man, it improves. Like, that's, the, the treetop stuff is, like, the main new stealth thing in Rise, but in Shadow, you also, like, since it's, like, Peru, uh, jungle type of environment you get to cover yourself in mud and blend in with the shrub yeah. and the bushes dude it is so much fun and like you can you can be in a stealth section for like 10 minutes and if you're taking your time and being careful it is so satisfying to get stealth kills for every single one and when you're on top of a tree you get to shoot a rope arrow at an enemy and hang them up and tie them up on the tree and kill them it is so that's if that's not Batman, I don't know what it is, man. That's got. I don't My think there's any the killing. <laughs> you're there, right. You're right. <laughs> I don't think. Is there a way to stealth that? Like, if you shoot someone and then pull them up, are they not going to the entire time be like, ah, ah? Apparently not. <laughs> that's <laughs> just Curtis being Curtis. It is. That is so much fun, uh, bro. Curtis possessed by those demons again. <laughs> um, but. Those, that's just the best example of these games getting better and better and better and, and just, like, f- like solidifying what makes these games fun. And I 100% completed the first to- 2013 Tomb Raider, the one of the best completionist experience I've ever had. Oh, sick. It is. It's, it's, there's no... There is um, completionist um, rewards. You get, uh, like... You get... You unlock a comic... Of like everything, of like, whatever happens before the game. Like, why are we out on this adventure oh, and stuff? And it's really cool. And you also get to see like concept arts and like and like um, uh, developer videos and stuff like that. It's all really nice. And I can really tell that all that the developers of these games, Square Enix and and everybody else, really put all their love into these games. It's it it shows. It shows that they really care about this series and how new and how like the new paint job is that that they put the they put the work in it wasn't just a hey we have that tomb raider series everyone liked let's yeah. keep making them it was more of like a, a dedicated effort which is uh, always nice to see especially these days when so many games are just put out for the sake of being put out yeah yeah and um one of my favorite weapons in the entire series is the poison arrow from rise because it's 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 fun just shooting one arrow and taking out a group of enemies, and I missed I, I desperately missed that in Shadow. I want to talk about my favorite scene in the in, in this Tomb Raider series. Is that okay? okay. Yeah. Okay. I I gotta like set up a lot. <laughs> so so this is in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So Tomb Raider 2013 is the beginning of Lara Croft's. Event, uh, Laura Croft story, uh, her her origin story to becoming the Tomb Raider, right? This is where a survivor is born. Rise of the Tomb Raider. We uh, we explore Laura trying to follow her in her father's footsteps and looking for uh, the divine source that grants immortality because that's what her dad was looking for for her mom that fell that that died in a plane crash. So she's like hyper obsessed with like trying to do this thing for her father or whatever, right? In Shadow of the Tomb Raider, she gets to learn about the consequences her actions have on not only the people around her and on herself, but the entire world, right? So the so in Shadow, she um, takes up this artifact, this blade that accidentally triggers the apocalypse. Right for for Peruvian legends and stuff with with all of Kulkulkan and stuff like that, 
anyways, all that to say that one of my favorite scenes is like midway through through the game, and we are um, we just Laura just finished escaping and surviving from a massive earthquake landslide catastrophe, which was part of the whole prophecy of the apocalypse, and. She gets contacted by, like, the Trinity second-in-command saying, hey, I have your friend here uh, at, at this oil refinery. Come get him, you know, it's laying it as a trap. As she approaches, the second-in-command of Trinity says, hey, your friend? He's dead. I killed him and stuff. And while she approaches uh, the, the oil refinery... She gets spotted. She is getting shot at. Things are blowing up around her because there's just fire. And she and this is a big old action sequence. She's running through, parkouring through uh, the the oil refinery, and and she's getting shot by helicopters, by dudes with guns and stuff like that. Explosions happening, and she gets knocked off into the water. And here it is. The water, the top of the water is on fire because of all the oil, right? She slowly rises out of it onto the shore like the freaking Terminator. A <laughs> Trinity soldier is on the floor, knocked down by an explosion, sees her utterly terrified as she slowly walks up to him, takes her knife and stabs him in the neck. She slowly picks up her rifle and says, I am going to freaking kill you all and proceeds to to go to like this like uh, the center of the place and start shooting, massacring everybody in the state. She's blowing up parts of the refinery because of explosive oil barrels and stuff. She takes down a freaking helicopter. She destroys in like a small army and she is devastated because of the fact that she thinks Jonah, her best friend, has died. She, at, after the, the fight, after the battle, she is sobbing. She is broken and then emerges from the smoke. Jonah, her She's best friend. Out. Hey, what's going on? It's like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> hey, and, that was pretty and, cool, Clara. <laughs> and she breaks down even more. She is extremely vulnerable. And all of this shows, like reveals to herself, all of this is happening because of her. She figures this out and it's like, this is all my fault. I'm sorry I did this. I need to be better and stuff. And, and it's, it's just the best scene in the entire new trilogy for me. And Bro, that, man, <laughs> it's intense. That, that it's fight, so much that fun. Fight is so much fun. Oh it my lasts, god! It lasts for so long, too. right? Oh and, my god! <sighs> I remember because. Uh, I, at that point, I was like, this feels like an ending kind of moment. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use all my stuff. So I'm like, uh, at the end of the fight, I remember I had like three arrows, mm -hmm. like five bullets in the rifle. Like mm -hmm. I had nothing at the end because <laughs> I was just using everything. The explosive yeah. barrels, I didn't realize what they oh, were okay. halfway through, so, which is, I mean, video game logic, shoot the red barrel. Right. But, Obviously. <laughs> uh, but I was like, oh, red barrels, whatever. And so I'm using everything and I was like, oh my gosh. I remember after I was like, that was pretty good. Yeah, man. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is is really freaking solid and it's, it's made even better for me uh, recently because last night I just watched um, Wakanda Forever and it's uh, there's a lot of Mayan Peruvian like culture stuff, especially with Namor because Namor himself is called Kurkulkan in the movie, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider is all in Peru and it's it's all based around uh, Kurkulkan and the whole resurrection or or the sacrificing of the god to stop the eclipse and the apocalypse and all that stuff and and Laura obtains the power of Kurkulkan. For a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember seeing that screenshot. That was, and I was like, that's what the hell's going on here? Cool, man. That's pretty freaking cool. That boss fight, it, it's so good. Adding to it adds to that whole like uh, uh, Uncharted similarity, right. inspiration thing because Uncharted also has this slight supernatural. That's like aspect all of these uh, like archaeological stuff. Yeah, right. It, it adds so much because I mean that's like. 
it, the entire idea of like these archaeological things they're real yeah. but it's also like this element of fantasy of it because there's this extreme action to it there's these this, real like, relics and they all have like a myth to it but the but we discover that they're actually real and we have their supernatural forces Indiana Jones does it which of course Uncharted and Tomb Raider are, uh, take a lot of inspiration from but yeah Uncharted has that Tomb Raider has this you know I'm like fighting a god fighting someone who has a power of a god with a shotgun man <laughs> with a shotgun and a bow and arrow of course someone with the power <laughs> of god would be using a shotgun because like what else would they be using really <laughs> but yeah that that last fight with um with uh oh what's his name amaru having the power of Kukukan, that's a great it's hard out of the boss fights in the other two games that's an actual tough boss fight and it took me a little while to get through it oh dang. so you know it's it's saying something also Side quests are a thing starting from Rise of the Tomb yeah. Raider. Real, nice addition. Really nice. And um, since I got the definitive versions of all of them and the DLC and stuff, Shadow Tomb Raider had some really cool side quests, like specifically for story progression. Like not needed, but it's really nice if you do it. And yeah, they're they're solid. It's fun. Okay. You know, I, like, I like the side quests. But I feel... I think I feel this way because I was like semi-rushing to finish the game story before today's episode but I feel like the side missions take quite a long time and there's maybe too many of them in shadow but like yeah you know I, I think that's just me trying to rush through and not actually just like take your time which I was but you know yeah um speaking of in one of the side missions in shadow we get to see a dark Lara which is really cool, like a Shadow Laura, like Shadow Link type of vibes. Really cool. I'm not going to say anything more of it because I think you should know. Like, you should experience it. But it's pretty no, okay. freaking cool. I don't have Shadow anymore. Uh, oh. I, I share played it off a friend on Steam. So, oh. Uh, yeah. Is, the whole thing with share play is eventually uh, you, you lose contact with people, so you lose your share play <laughs> library. <laughs> Saddest part about losing friendships is oh, losing man. access to their Steam library. So I mean, true. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it's still not expensive. Probably not. You know, I'm, I would I would say twenty to forty bucks for like the three games. They're they're pretty old too. Like yeah. Shadow was twenty eighteen. So like the whole series is 2013, 2018. It's not yeah. like like also thinking about like yeah to like the first one of the Survivor series is ten years old. Wow. And it's so good. It's so solid. Even now, there's there's rumors uh, that was that are that's recent of another Tomb Raider game. Amazon fun. has the rights for okay, Tomb Raider news. Amazon for I think all of these can be another Tomb Raider game, movies, a show, and an animated series. I feel like this is the route with like every well like good franchise now. Yeah. Like yeah. A- Avatar is also starting to do the whole like, right. movies and fran- right. episodes and all that. I don't know. I feel feel like it, it, I'm hyped for it because mm-hmm. I like Tomb Raider at the same time if every if everybody's producing a lot of content for mm. their franchise, that's a lot of content you have to consume for every franchise. There's- before the the Survivor trilogy, there's a lot of games already of Tomb Raider, like over ten, I think, of of the oh, originals. Yeah, yeah. You know, hell, this is the second time actually it's being rebooted. Uh, so you know, it's, I mean, that's just goes to show how big Tomb Raider is. I also really. just think it's uh, I like corporations trying to gobble up the IPs for uh, the the meta. Like I think the meta right now is video game TV shows. Right, right. So Last of Us and stuff. Yeah. So. I, I'm hopeful that they're de- they're definitely going to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Not just going to let it collect dust. Mm-hmm. I just hope it doesn't suck because it's Amazon. I think Amazon originals are of higher quality than like Netflix originals, but yeah. that's a that's a conversation. Amazon has great great originals. Yeah, but this is based on a video game. They they have a they have great original based off a D and D game and, so. a com- okay. and a very mid comic book. It's not made. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. The, the thing is with Amazon is it's not made by. Amazon. They right. just they buy it. They produce right. it or whatever the case is. So like it for it's not for them it's more of like a they're they're curating it before mm-hmm. it's even made. That's that's all the only say they have. In reality it's that we have to look at whoever is making it, which I don't know if we know that right now. Uh it's the person that's doing the movie is the same person that wrote Fleabag? I don't know Fleabag. 
I forget her name. It doesn't matter. It's it's uh, apparently she's not well liked. <laughs> well, like like in terms wow. of her her work. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I, I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just, just talking about like she's a bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, she's a great director, but I hate her. <laughs> uh, Joe, did you have something to add? So you were wrong about the 2013 Tomb Raider multiplayer. It is so stupidly fun. Okay. Have you ever played it with friends? Like split screen? No. Okay. Dude, how are you going to play with friends now, man? This is a 2013 game. Nobody's playing this online Didn't anymore. Did you play it back then? No. I, okay. Well, I never had it. Okay. I, okay. I only started playing it, like, last month. What, what that game had on, like, its multiplayer, mm-hmm. you get more points for setting up traps. Yeah. One of those traps was bees. <laughs> one of those traps is like an arrow. Oh, like a like one of those rope arrows you were talking yeah. about. I think they were called bolas. And the meta in that game, you start off with pistols. Yeah. Right? And I distinctly remember shooting my friend like five times with pistols. He turns around with a bow and arrow, shoots me once, and I'm dead. <laughs> and then another time, shooting at him with an assault rifle, he looks at me once, bow and arrow, dead. <laughs> it was So the meta fun. is like S tier. Bow, uh, bow and arrow. Bow and arrow is the best weapon you can that, use that in all the yeah, games. Yeah, in the, in the shadow as well. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. I literally always had a, my God. kit was literally a bow, a rifle, and like a, some whatever handgun I could get. Yeah. Because like, it's just the one shot potential. Yeah, yeah. Oh my I, gosh. Since, since I got like the definitive thing with like all the DLC stuff, from the start of the game, I got like the best weapons, like the best bow, the best gun, the best shotgun, assault rifle. I I don't like when it games do that. When I like it. Like the through DLC, they give you the best equipment because it was like because then you like the starting games are calibrated for the lower skill weapons right. or lower scale weapons. So when you show up with like an entire arsenal of the best weapons in the game, well, like I don't just... have them all at once. Like like once once I get. Like, you start off the bow, right? Yeah. Then I can pick the strongest bow. Then once I get to find the pistol, then I can pick the strongest okay, pistol. Okay, that's not you know as what I mean? bad, but I still think it messes with I scaling, see. probably. I see what you mean. Yeah. But, I mean, there's different elements than just, like, the combat, because you got to work on stealth and all that stuff. But, dude, that bow and arrow, stealth, stealth is the way to play. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a survivor type game. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, everything about the game kind of caters you to be like, approach this stealthily, please. Yeah, um, and I miss the poison arrow and shadow. Yeah. Also, any resource management game, if you're going at it loud for every encounter, yeah. then you're just being stupid. Yeah. Like, you can go loud eventually once you get caught, but, like, you don't go loud in resource management games. Mm-hmm. You're going to use your resources, and you don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Unless you're already surrounded and, you know, you're just like, I got to do it, do it. Yeah. The or, or, it's like, fucking awesome. or there's like five guys in a little group together and you're like, Can't well, we're awesome. going loud. Grenade! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. But the shotgun. The shot. <sighs> Shotguns, if, if you make a game and the shotguns aren't satisfying, yeah. you messed up. You messed up. Mm-hmm. Shotguns in video games are the easiest thing to make fun. They're so overpowered. Oh my it's gosh. like, it's like when once I get the shotgun, I pour all my resources into it. Because I already have all my resources into the bow. So here's the shotgun, the second best weapon in the game. Mm. Yeah, for me it was the rifle. I, I yeah, really? love rifles. Mm. Uh, one sh- any weapon that can do a one-shot, just in video I games see. in general, one-shot r- weapons are my absolute favorite. The op and counter-strike. The, mm-hmm. uh, it's trying to, th- oh man, I gotta think of games. The sniper in, in uh, TF2. Uh, any weapon that just lets me just go, bang, you're dead. I love it. That's love fair. It. Call, du- right. Call of Duty, I would always pick sniper rifles and take off the scopes so then I can just run around with a rifle and just be like, bap, bap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Um, the only other things I have to say is I'm glad I started with the Survivor Trilogy and I want more. I want more of this. This is, for me, definitive Tomb Raider. This is how it should be played. This is how it should be enjoyed. I want more. Of this. And there's almost like a gap in it now because, like, the mm. last time we got a adventure game like this, like, AAA mainstream, mm-hmm. was Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4, I think, was 2019, right. I want to say, like, oh, the man. year after Shadow or something like that. I'm going to look it up just in case. Mm-hmm. But, like, we've had, like, a solid four or five years without any uh, sort of, like, action adventure game. Action cinematic adventure, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uncharted was 2016. 
Wow. So Shadow was the last game of this kind, of this type, unless you maybe consider Jedi Fallen Order because it kind of does that, but it's based mm, in space. No, that's so, like that's Dark Souls. Yeah, well, I'm talking about this whole like explore tombs and oh. ruins and have these action oh. cinematic cutscenes. It's very similar in that regard. I see. Hmm. But it's not really like it, it is an action adventure game yes, in that type is. of way but it's not you don't use guns no you don't you don't you have stealth mechanics so like uh although uncharted didn't have stealth mechanics either um, no yeah that was strictly uh um tomb raider. action yeah it's tomb raider yeah PS- surviving yay so like <laughs> i would love to see another tomb raider game or yeah. or another uncharted game hey but, uh, I don't no, think uncharted's it, done yeah uncharted's done it, the story is done there's nothing else for it which Almost like nathan has a kid uh, yeah. Nathan Jr. Yeah, like legacy type oh, stuff. Yeah, something like that. Mm, mm, I guess, but but I think I think it's nice that Uncharted is done with like a nice little bill wrapped. Oh, hundred percent. I wouldn't want like Uncharted six, Uncharted yeah. seven. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at what point does is Nathan Drake happy? Every single time he loses <laughs> his friends and family, and then he goes. But maybe this time. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, no, eventually you're like, nah, bro, that's no more rights. Uh Anything else anybody wants to say? Uh, I'm I'm good. I would. I guess the only thing I have is just, like, I played Shadow, mm-hmm. uh, just Shadow. I haven't played the other ones. Uh, and what I can say specifically with that game is it's it's a great balance of a lot of mechanics. It's, it's the, yes, 100%. Yeah. Because it's so, it's like you will have a diverse amount of things you can do, but mm-hmm. it all still feels so Tomb Raider. Yep. And I know that's not easy for a development studio to pull off because nope. you see how much it fails. Think Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Um. So it's nice to see everything kind of tie in in a way that's fun. Yeah. It um, it did everything that Rise was trying to do, but better and and just simpler, and it's more fun. And it holds up. It, I mean, it's oh just, my 20, god, twenty eighteen is only five years ago, so I mean, yeah. I'd be sad if it didn't hold up. Yeah. But still, beautiful. like even the twenty thirteen game, that's three years beautiful. after Skyrim, and yeah. like if, Skyrim's a great game, but mechanically is goofy. Yeah. But the twenty thirteen Tomb Raider is mechanically good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm. I really like these games, uh, just as the franchise in general, but also, like, with my experience with Shadow, no disappointment at Mm-mm. all. Mm-mm. Great, a great action adventure game. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode here on Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Please let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet, and we'll catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.